Welcome to the Business of Being Healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. All right, bringing you back to another solo episode here. I love these because, you know, here on the show, we are all about learning and taking massive action and really like learning from each other. That's all what honestly wisdom is, is taking knowledge and applying it based upon our experiences or those of others. And one of those is through reviews. So if you have been tuning into my weekly episodes, you know I am starting these out with the reviews. You guys are so kind in everything that you're doing. And just like you would go on Amazon and and see a review and decide whether you're going to buy it or not, I know that's what happened on podcasts. So when you do leave a review, it helps in a couple ways. First, it helps just like you're giving your honest feedback. Of course, I think the show is awesome. Why wouldn't I? I wouldn't invest my time if I didn't think it was awesome. That being said, it means so much more when it comes from our listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. The other thing it helps, it helps in those ranking charts. It's just what it is. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate when you share a review and, you know, it takes like 10 seconds, little five-star tap, leave a quick review, and you could truly change the world for someone else because it will help get the word out. So today's review comes from, it says Verosis, V-E-R-O-C-I-S. I've learned so much by listening. I'm excited to hear more. I appreciate the way she calls us out and helps us see a lot of unhealthy habits that we have adopted. I'm so thankful for the level of insight she provides. Definitely a fan. Well, Verosis, thank you so much. And that call out piece, I hope that you guys like that. I don't have time for BS and I know you guys don't either. So that's what these shows are all about is like, let's cut through the clutter and just give like the real world stuff. This isn't pretty, this isn't like Instagram famous, whatever. This is just about real world and how we can help each other and pay it forward. And today's episode is absolutely no different. And this one I've titled, is your schedule holding you back? The reason I did that is because something just happened for me this week. And actually I've noticed it over the last 30 days. I don't know if it's like the end of the year, kids stuff, the business, all the things is that I noticed my schedule was actually kind of like getting in the way. And I couldn't tell if it was my schedule was getting in the way or I was getting in the way of my schedule. And so I started doing some reflection. I started trying a few different things because I think sometimes that we can blame it on outside circumstances, right? And I'm going to give you an example of, of what happened to me this week, but ultimately it's our schedule. The ownership, the responsibility is on us. And yes, we can't control everything in it, but we can control how we react to changes. So 
what happened to me is, you know, we, if you, if you follow me on social media, I hope you do connect, send me a DM. I would love to, to start a conversation with you, but on Monday morning, we're about 25 minutes away from school. So we live a little bit of a distance away from our school that we choose to, to send the kids to. So it is really important that we get in the car at a certain time and get on the road. Literally a couple of minutes uh, late can make us even be completely late to school. It's crazy, but it's so true. Well, we get in the car. I'm so excited. The kids are really good. We kind of have some systems in the morning so that we can get them up and get them out the door. And, um, we get in the car, we're literally all in the car and I jump in the car. I have my breakfast. Cause you know, I eat in the car. I have my breakfast and I push the button to start the car dead, totally dead. Like didn't even turn over dead. The lights kind of flickered, but I knew it. I was like, Oh no, my battery is dead. And of course, of course, with our construction company, Chris is gone early in the morning. So it's me, I'm home. He's probably, I'm, I'm assuming when this is going down about 45 minutes away for him to get home and jump my car so that I can get the kids to school. And I'm like, one of those things I was like, really, really like, we're going to be that cliche on a Monday and my battery is going to be dead. I was so proud of the kids. They got in the car. We were ready to go. I had an incredibly busy day with things that I needed to get done in the morning because my afternoon was all meetings and I knew I couldn't accomplish certain things. So I'll do little things in my schedule to help give me a little bit of flexibility. And it was one of those, I called Chris and I was like, Hey, battery's dead. I need you to come home jump it. I'll get the kids to school. I'll go take care of the battery. So I had 45 minutes to spare because that's how long it how that's how far away he was to get home. Well, of course the kids were late. Can't control that. It is what it is. No, no worries. Call them out. But I was, I started to immediately have this like, oh gosh, how am I going to get this all done? What am I going to do? And it, it was like this stress that immediately ticked off. That being said, I actually am pretty proud. I'm going to toot my little horn for a minute in the way that I handled it because previously, because I was so tied to my schedule, so tied, especially when we had the horses at home, like I had every minute planned of every day that I was like, oh, this is going to be a domino effect reschedule, which I hate doing like all these things started coming up. But this time I sat there and I was like, okay, well, I already had my plan for the morning. And it was going to be like, take the kids. It's, you know, an hour round trip to take the kids home and then come back and then dive into work. And I was like, okay, well, what can I do now? I've got 45 minutes. So I go over to my list. I had four things that I need to get done in my morning to be able to, you know, have that afternoon of meetings. And so I came in, I actually dived into the computer. The kids took care of like some morning work that they could do. So they're not too far, by, far behind at school. And I looked at my list, you know, you know, high achievers. We, we love that list and being able to cross it off. I know you're like nodding your head if you're listening right now in the car, but I came in and I was like, all right, what can I do? And I took care of two things, two things. I actually think I was more efficient because I was like, well, what can I do? Here's what I can do. I had a plan already set in place and 
I knew that I only had about 45 minutes before Chris was home. Cause of course, like it's a jump and then we're, we're in the car and ready to go. And so it was actually really neat because I felt like I was more efficient one because I didn't overreact. I didn't let the stress of my schedule now out of whack affect how I was going to perform in the morning because it really didn't matter. I had these four things that were needed to get done no matter what. So it it was like, all right, well, I was going to do when I got home. Now we're going to do it now while we're waiting for Chris. And I know that might seem, gosh, what is it like small or irrelevant or not a big deal, but I know, I know so many of us have so much going on in our schedule that if we get one little hiccup, we throw our schedule out the door. Or that means we're staying up late, taking care of work, or we're staying late at the office, or we're having to skip a family activity or potentially skip our health that we had scheduled in. Cause I know y'all are scheduling your health in like I do. Um, if you've been following along the show, you know, I'm big about that, but it was like, I just let it go. Cause there was things that I couldn't control and I allowed for the flexibility in my schedule. So I wanted to take this episode just to dive into that a little bit, because sometimes our schedules will hold us back from not only the success, but also some creativity and creativity could be form of problem solving. If you're running a business that could be creativity in leading your team, that could be patience, all of those things. And so today I wanted to just share four things that I have been able to do to, I feel like I'm finally getting to that point to not be a slave to my schedule. Now I admit I am a work in progress, but these are four things that I have been able to implement. And now I was tested and I saw the result. So if you have ever felt tied to your schedule, here's this, one of these might be able to help you. So the first thing I do is I always review my schedule on Sunday. So I do a one week ahead look. Like I said, that's my Sunday. I try not to spend more than about 15, 20 minutes on it because that's a Sunday. It's time with the family. One thing that I always make sure to put in here is when I schedule my health activities. For me, you know, I do four days of cardio, 20 minutes max. And I do two days of lifting bonus day, if I can get in that third, but minimum two, that's my minimum commitment to myself. And so I actually schedule that in because then it blocks out my calendar and nothing can get placed on that when that happens. Now things can come up like a dead battery, right? So I would have to schedule that around, but it is on my schedule. So I know it will get done within that day. Hey there, absolutely love and incredibly grateful that you are listening to the podcast. Just want to let you know that if you ever want the video version, because sometimes it helps, it just resonates a little bit differently for you. You can check out my YouTube channel, which is absolutely free. I am sharing tips and experiences there weekly. So if you prefer video, go check it out. Otherwise, I hope you enjoy the show. The second thing that I've been doing is I've been asking myself, instead of like just being the slave to the calendar, I want to actually understand when is the best time for me to complete a task, right? Or complete something for the business. 
And so I start asking myself that it's not just like when I can fit it in. Oh, I have 15 minutes here. Like, let's do it here. It's when can I produce the best outcomes on this task? Because if it's something that I'm doing, you better believe it's a needle mover, right? One of those things for me, or I'll give you two examples. The first one is I move my meetings to the afternoon. I'm a morning person. I am not an afternoon person. So what that means is like, I actually scheduled all my meetings typically in the morning. And I have now realized that that is my time to handle the business. And I need to move meetings to the afternoon. Meeting with people, connecting with people is also an energizer for me. So it really helps me produce great things in the afternoon. The other thing, and I have talked about this on other episodes, is that when I need to be creative, which for me, that's a little bit hard. Like if it's creating content, um, if it's strategizing, if it's problem solving, all the things, I am act- I've actually found my mind is most effective in that creative state after I've worked out. So I will schedule if I have like a creative time when I'm working on my, my content calendar with my VA, I will actually make sure I run and then sit down and do that. My brain is going like crazy. So I am actually not only more efficient, but I am more productive. What I am creating is that much better. So it's not just when I fit it in. I ask myself, when is the best time to complete this? The third thing that I have done is <laughs> really, who's an overscheduler? I hope you're raising your hand right now, maybe in the gym or in the car. I have been asking myself, am I allowing enough time to complete this task? Like I shared with you, I was that back to back, back to back. Every minute of my day was scheduled. And of course, that's like setting myself up for failure because I was, things were going too long. Conversations were going too long. I had a podcast interview today. It went 15 minutes over, but it was such a great conversation. I didn't want to stop it. If I had scheduled too tightly, that would have dominoed into my entire day. So just like we don't, overpromise to clients and then under deliver, we need to treat ourselves and our schedule with that same respect. And so I'll ask myself, did I allow enough time to complete this to the best of my ability, right? Cause like you can check things off or you can actually really put the value into doing it. And the last one I'll leave you with, and this one is hard. It's probably the hardest one to do is saying no. So if it's not part of my 20%, and this is something Chris and I are working really hard on with the company, if it's not part of my 20%, it will be a no. I will delegate it. I will send it over to someone on our team and or automate it. So saying no helps you realize parts of your schedule that are holding you back. Are you over committing yourself? Are you going to too many events? rather than just actually taking action on the events. Saying no, if it's someone that you know is going to maybe go over on their time or talk over on their time or what have you, you can either set an expectation for what that is or say no. It is okay to say no. I promise if they are, if that person or that event or that task or that activity is meant to be in your schedule or you were meant to do it, there will be time. And it could be an easy question of, is this part of my 20%? 20% meaning, 
are these, is this one of the 20% things that is most important to me? That 20% are the things that are going to move the business. They are the things that I need to do, not have someone else or find someone else who can help me with it. You're catching a couple of things here. That comes right from the book. 10X is easier than 2X. Fantastic book. I'll link it in the notes down below. But it, it, it helps you become crystal clear on what are the most important things that you need to be doing. And then when you tie that in to actually analyzing your schedule and making sure that your schedule and the restrictions that you have on your schedule are not holding you back. So I hope that this helps you. I'm going through it too. I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you, I don't want all the answers, quite honestly. Woo, that'd be a lot. But what I can tell you are these are things that have worked for me and I just want to share it and pay it forward and hope that it helps you too. If you could do one thing to help me back, it would be to share the show out. Share the show out, help someone else connect, help someone else not be a slave to their schedule and you can truly be the hero for them. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time.